What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Dead Gamer, aka Player One, and welcome to the Gamers Den, the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. So today in Quick Hits, we got two articles to go through, you know what I'm talking about. They are tech and video game related and or just all take this particular episode. So without further ado, we just gonna go ahead and jump right into it. Headline reads, Mark Zuckerberg says, NFTs are coming to Instagram. So to be honest with y'all, this is my second time recording this episode because for some reason when I did the first time, the audio didn't catch for some reason, but everything else was great. So I'm doing it again. So I'm gonna try and keep it short, but also informative at the same time within the format of the show. So let's get into it. NFTs could be coming to Instagram in the next several months, says Mark Zuckerberg during a talk at South by Southwest. And we have a quote. I'm not ready to announce exactly what's going to be going to go, what that's going to be today. But over the next several months, the ability to bring some of your NFTs in and hopefully over time be able to mint things within that environment, he said, describing the future of NFT, NFTs or non-fungible tokens on the photo sharing platform. Zuckerberg was speaking via video at South by Southwest in conversation with CEO of FUBU, Damon John, and one of the sharks on ABC's Shark Tank. So... In this article, they also mention that uh, crypto or NFT is integrated into Twitter. And if you don't know, Twitter allows people, if you are a Twitter Blue subscriber, if you have Twitter Blue, you can change your profile picture to your NFT picture. So that means if you have a regular Twitter account, you, you can still do it, but it won't be official or special. It, it'll just be, okay, you got a picture of your NFT, whatever. But with the Twitter Blue, NFTs are integrated within that service on Twitter. And, you know, it'd be a hexagon instead of a circle, you know. So, so this is interesting. It's an interesting, interesting concept nonetheless. And I think it's dope. Now, I'm, I don't know how exactly and what the direction of NFTs on Instagram would be because there's probably millions and millions and millions and billions of photos on Instagram ranging from all works and genres. So I'm thinking maybe they might do some type of thing where if you have like a super big following, you could have access to the NFT crypto features on there once they launch it. And you can monetize your following that way by letting them interact with the secret private post or they can buy the post. Because as y'all know, on Instagram now, you can sell merchandise you can go to the shop tab you can go to this buy the promo you can do all kinds of stuff so you know it's just interesting to see what nfts and instagram with that combination will look like because we already see what that combination looks like on twitter moving on we have one more thing to go through here on quick hits now this is in line with something that's well this is just in line with the world as it is today and then just the theme of just the tech that like I've been talking about for episodes and episodes and episodes and episodes and episodes. Headline reads, it's time to treat e-bikes like vehicles. Now, if you've been following the show, 
and or my content, whether you on YouTube, Rumble, whatever the case may be, you follow me from YouTube to Rumble, from Rumble to YouTube, which, whichever way it worked for you, you may or may not have come across videos and or video of me on my e-bike or me talking about it or me going over the e-bike I have. It does wonders for me. I take care of it as best as I possibly can. You know, any type of vehicle or something I get, I like to, you know, give it a lot of TLC and just take care of it because, okay, I may or may not be able to get it again, but I don't want to go through the process of getting it over, getting it over, getting it over, getting it over 60 times over when all that money and time could have been put into something else. But I digress. Let's get into the article. With gasoline prices surging following the Russian invasion of Ukraine, U.S. elected officials are trying everything from gas tax holidays to dipping into the nation's strategic petroleum reserves to placate drivers worried about overstretched budgets. The Biden administration has suggested that long-term salvation lies in dumping gas-powered vehicles entirely. Quote, when we have electric cars powered by clean energy, we will never have to worry about gas prices again, end quote. The White House recently tweeted, quote, and autocrats like Putin won't be able to use fossil fuels as weapons against other nations, end quote. So there's more to this article. And, you know, they just talk about how e-bikes are growing in popularity, e-cargo bikes are growing in popularity and things like that. And now I'll read it. In the meantime, Americans are rediscovering classic fuel-saving habits like opting for smaller vehicles or taking transit. But one promising approach is all but absent from policy discussions. Shifting car trips toward increasingly popular e-bikes and e-cargo bikes which run on pedal power augmented by rechargeable batteries. It's an omission that speaks volumes about how underappreciated battery-boosted bicycles remain in Washington even among the most climate-friendly politicians. Now, I've been trying to stay tapped in. Well, not really trying. I've been staying tapped in as much as I possibly can in the e-bike space and just this electric car space and this electric movement as a whole for the past few years. And having an e-bike, I've definitely been tapped into the YouTube channels, the articles, accidents, anything good and bad, and bad with e-bikes. I've been looking up the laws of e-bikes in all the states, all these different countries. And e-bikes are growing in popularity year after year after year. More e-bikes are being sold year after year after year. Now, what I want to touch on is how the article said that the Biden administration wants to go completely electric or just completely away from gas. I spoke on that months ago. So months ago in the show scales time would probably be 30 plus episodes ago. Because I remember somewhere around like episode 25 to 35, I might have spoke about how uh, the e-bikes, when they came out with the e-bikes, that they were going to like, you get a tax break and that in, Bi in uh, Biden's bipartisan bill, if his stuff was to pass or whatever the case. Now, y'all know this show is not to really get too political, but everything is coupled hand in hand some way, one way or another. So therefore, just getting an e-bike now you will save yourself a lot of money depending on what you need to get. You know, you, you you really don't need a car to get a bag of chips, do you? Like you 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 really don't need that, do you? Like like you gotta really make it make sense. You know, with inflation happening and these gas prices going crazy. Like a few episodes ago, I reported how the gas prices were going crazy in California and people are 
getting e-bikes and it, it was reported on the news and the guy was like people are turning their cars in for e-bikes or they're just coming in buying e-bikes just to get the working back or just make their commute easier and save a couple of dollars and skip off the top and it's not a bad idea you know should people have been doing that sooner yeah but you know it's just is this the revolution is this this the is this the e-bike revolution this may be the beginning of the electric revolution now i don't want to leave assumption and incentives or anything or any illusion anything being eluded or eluded as to me saying or me trying to put it out there like oh they're perpetuating the war there's some conspiracy theory that biden's administration they wanted the war to happen that way the bill could be in more favor of people in the situation that we could just get rid of it. Maybe, maybe not get rid of gas. I don't know. But you would be ahead of the game if you saw that episodes, if you saw them episodes 30-something, 30-something episodes just about. I can't talk, and I don't know why. And it's really fucking irritating. Excuse my language. <laughs> you know, but I keep being on this, and I can, and I'm theory crafting. Y'all know this. I'm theory crafting. So, you know, this just, this might be the, the rise of e-bikes, the e-bike revolution, the electric revolution might be here. And that's gonna do it for quick hits. Yeah, we only had two articles to go through. Yes, keeping it light today, keeping it light. I got some things to do today, so I ain't gonna bombard everybody. You know, I've been hitting y'all over the head with 30 minute episodes, 30 minute episodes, getting it in. I can do that every episode, but not today. Got stuff to do. But before we move on to the main topic, a word from our sponsors. What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, AKA Player One, the God himself. Telling y'all to make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday and Saturday, going live on YouTube, playing all kinds of video games. That's what we doing, you know what I'm talking about. So make sure you tap in. Links is in the description. So make sure you subscribe and support over there too. We going up. Don't miss out on the live streams, you dig? Back to your regular schedule program. Now that we done with that, let's get on to the main topic. And the main topic is gonna to be the Google for Games Developer Summit keynote. And if you missed that, obviously it's on YouTube. You can go on YouTube and type in Google for Games Developer Summit 2022 keynote and it'll pop up. The reason why we need to be talking about this and this is the main topic today is because this has to do with cloud gaming and just tech in general and just Google. Google is a big is is a giant in the tech, you know, in, in the tech world. It is a giant, whether you notice know or not. And yes, I do a show about games, and it's my job to make sure there is a translation between gamers and bigger companies and bigger presentations. So when somebody hears a term or they hear a name of something and they don't understand it, maybe I can be the one, or since I am the one, to break it down and be like, hey, this is what it really means in you know simpler terms in smaller words. You know, so in so I wrote down some some notes and some things and I highlighted some things. I'm not gonna go over everything from the Google for Games Developer Summit, so therefore. You gotta go look up the rest for yourself. I left a lot of things out on purpose just so you can do your own research and go search that up and get it in yourself because you may not be here for the Stadia portion or the cloud gaming portion to a degree from whatever standpoint you're from. 
and you might be for something else that's Google, that's Google Cloud based or whatever it is. So one of the things that's highlighted that was really important that comes to Google Cloud and just the tech and Stadia is their developer tools. They have they introduced this thing or they brought up this thing called low change porting or low charge porting. No, it's low change porting. My bad. I can't read my own writing. I'm getting blinded by light here. <laughs> so you know this is auto direct X translation, improved Unity and Unreal support, cloud playtest and QA. All of that means lower engineer costs, less time to develop, and less time to launch in the Stadia store. So if you're a developer, whether you're an indie developer or you're a company and y'all like mid-level developers, just mid-level developers or whatever the case, if you wanted to put your profile on Stadia or not profile, well, I guess you could say profile because your profile could include your catalog and whatever, you know, or your staples from your catalogs if you go around shipping, you know, from big, you know, big company, big company, like, hey, Sony, get with us. We developed this. We developed this. You know, I guess I could say that. You know, it makes it a lot easier to put on the Stadia Store. Now, the Stadia Store has a plethora of games. Plethora of games. And when you're a developer, especially if you're an indie developer, lower engineer costs, time to develop, and less time to launch in the Stadia Store, all of these things sound great and are great if you're a developer, and especially if you want to get into this cloud gaming business in this cloud gaming situation, which is only going to get bigger and, and is the future now. A lot of people don't see it, but if you get in now, you will reap the benefits later. The next thing that they had was a thing called immersive stream for games. Immersive stream for games. Now, if you guys remember a few months back where at and T, I call it at and T for a specific reason, if you bug me enough on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or something, I'll probably do a video and explain why I call it at and T. But until further notice, it's at and T. So remember when at and T, they did the Batman thing with the Stadia tech and everybody in all the articles and all the blogs and all the publications was like, oh, Stadia is going down, it's going bad. White label, white label. Oh, are they done? They're giving it to at and T. They're doing this. Oh my God. Ah. Remember all that? Right. So that's kind of what immersive stream for games is. Some of the things highlighted for that was companies and or customers can basically use the game, try it out, whatever the case may be. Use the tech actually. Use the tech actually. Experience with the tech and you'll have access to advanced streaming technology, tools to port games easily, discovery features, and analytics. So this is just great in itself because Google is now letting other people try the tech out, use the tech out, try it with their platform, let them come up with something, see if they can really use it, see if it'll be a benefit to them. And I think that's a really great move because the Stadia tech has by Jay Ramey, who used to work in the Stadia, who used to work in the Stadia house and multiple other people and articles that you can find. I even shared on my Twitter. If you scroll through my Twitter, you'll find it. I read it. She said herself, the Stadia tech, the cloud tech is the best, it's the best one. You got to promote all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. You know, all these other cloud services and all these other things. 
and want to dismiss Stadia as the top tier, top premier, the tech out as a real true cloud platform, don't listen to it and or just keep it okay about it, consistent and constant through and through. Because the, the fact and the reality of it is Stadia is the only true cloud gaming platform. I had to get that off. Next, they also, in, they actually increased their partner incentives for developers. So previously it was 70%, now it's 85%. So we are now seeing a 15% increase in revenue for developers who partner and create and work with the, them good people over there at Stadia, which is great. Like this whole, and let me tell y'all, the whole summit just seemed like a developer wonderland. They're it seemed like they work close with their developers. It seemed like they care about their developers. And this is what I, and, and let me say this too, for everybody watching who's just used to the Sony Xbox E3 presentations towards the fans and consumers. If you made it to this part and you still watching, this is why I said earlier what I said about being the one to translate this stuff to y'all. Because now, the Google stuff, you know, maybe or maybe not the, the Elon Musky stuff and the Jeff Bezos stuff. This stuff is important to understand because they're not doing presentations or showcases geared and catering towards the fan or the consumer more than they are the person who builds it. Yes, they do that. Yes, they will. Yes, Google will do that. Google will do that. We got to understand marketing. We're talking about Google. So don't think they won't do it. They will and they probably have. They're just, they're still new. So you got to think. They not, you know, they stuff probably going to be trash, real talk. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, they're on the, it's, it's like the inside being outside a little bit. You know, they opened the window and it's like, hey, look over here. Look over here. We got our window open. You can look over here, see what we doing. You see how we rock? Hey, we got this over here. You can get to this. We did this. Come over here if you a developer. Come rock with us. Come see how you like it over here. And if you like it over here, keep going. Keep going. We'll definitely help with you. Throughout the whole presentation, they saw it. They or they put up numbers for a lot of developers. And mind you, they work with people. They working with companies and people like Square Enix. Um, net marble. I wrote this down somewhere and I can't find it. I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, Sega is another one. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Net marble, Sega, Square Enix. It's another one. I already mentioned Unity and Unreal. So, you know, they're working with a lot of uh, development cross platform. They're working with a lot of technology and a lot of good companies and good people. So, you know, for a lot of people who say Stadia is this, Stadia is this, Stadia is that. No, it's not, bro. You just brain dead and you just sheeple. But that's beyond that. The last thing that I have highlighted here is their affiliate marketing, their, uh, their affiliate marketing program expansion for developers. So they already have one for developers apparently, but now they have an expansion. But this is something where I'm kind of confused on because in this new expansion or in this affiliate marketing program, developers can bring new players to Stadia, pro, to Stadia 
with the free with a free trial and you get $10 per player that converts to a Stadia Pro subscription and you get that. Now, you know, they said that you, you as the developer, you get a you get a unique link and you can send out to people to play your games and all that. So let's say you're a Thunderful Games, you made Wavetail, whatever the case, and the trailer is out, this, that, and the third, and now the game is out on Stadia, and that's the only place where it's at. I believe Wavetail is still only playable on Stadia. Stadia exclusive, baby. They put out a link and say, hey, play our game, here's access to our game for free, or here's access to our game and sign up. Pay for it or whatever. Now you getting, if I'm thinking correctly, you getting the 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 85% in revenue share of the game being bought now, plus more profit on the fact that people are converting to the Stadia Pro subscription. So that's really dope. But I'm thinking with a with an affiliate marketing program model like that, that would be cool for anybody. Cause because I'm the reason why I'm confused is like I'm thinking, would I get $10? Like, like you watching this right now. You, 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 you watching this right now. Hit the link in the description. You right now who never been on Stadia, you never signed up for account. Hit the link in the description. Do the, hit my Stadia link in the description. You hit the Stadia link, you go through it. Then pay for the first month. And if I get $10, that's hard. Like that's dope and Google is the greatest of all time. But that's where I'm confused at. I, even though I know they said developers, she did say developers. First and foremost, shout out to Kareem. I like the name. But um, yeah, you know, I'm I don't know. I'm confused. Maybe I'm just it's okay. Maybe it's developers only. But I mean, that'd be cool if they did that for content creators. Cause I make all my content on YouTube with Stadia on on and with just the Stadia platform. Like I, I'm a cloud gamer. I'm a stadium. I've been on Stadia since like what? It launched like Novemberish, Decemberish, or whatever, because it's about two, three years old. So I had it just about as long as it's been launched. I probably got it February, March, April is when I probably started paying for Pro. So I've been on the service since jump, but I ain't been paying for Pro since, but maybe until yeah, like March. Mayish, maybe April, somewhere around there after launch. So I mean, like, bro, like that'd be dope if that was for content creators. You know, that'd be dope for those content creators. But I do also understand that this is also a new thing for Google, and I also understand that they need to like fortify and keep the pillar of not only just being named and labeled and titled that for people who work there and consumers and content creators, but just making sure it's built to last in the long run because cloud gaming is a long play. No matter if you're Stadia, no matter if you're Nvidia, no matter if you're Xbox, no matter if you're Atari, no matter if you, know, it doesn't matter. Cloud gaming is a long play. The, how we all consume entertainment is basically through the cloud anyway at this point. Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Max Plus, all this stuff and what's gonna happen is 
sooner or later, you just gonna wake up one day and be like, oh, did I pay my whatever? That way I could get access to all my shows. That way I could catch up on my show this week. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. You gotta really think about it. Like, you just gotta think about it. But yeah, that's some of the stuff that was that I highlighted from the Google Games for Summit 2022 keynote. I, I got the name jumbled up still. <laughs> I jumbled it up the first time when I made this video and I still jumbled it up now. But um, definitely go watch it on YouTube. Definitely check it out. And yeah, man, that's going to do it for this episode of The Gamers Den. If you made it this far, appreciate you. The God loves you. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. You click the links in the description. Subscribe to all my pages. Follow on YouTube. Follow on Twitter. 